20 years ago, a bunch of teenagers played a game of great and terrible power. There were no rules in early aughts America slash Tokyo, until a boy named Yugi discovered that he could abuse the system. Now, it is up to Shibuya Gato. Joey, what do you mean my name is Deez? That's not an Egyptian name, Joey, what do you mean? Shora. Like the sands of the hourglass, this is the game of your fuck off! Phone, goddammit! <laughs> no, keep it, keep it, keep it! Calamity Carl. Pharaoh, wake up, come on. Up and Atem. And special guest, KM. Oh shit, now I gotta be funny. Perfect, amazing, so great job, funny man. KZ level <laughs> jokes. That was, not, that was not what I meant. <laughs> Although, you know what? I think that's funnier than anything I could come up with, so sure, use that. To revisit these past events using the Millennium Microphone and to save the world from Shadow Games, just as that bad Egyptian bitch did 5,000 years ago. Put your original. Put your original one out there anyway. I might still just <laughs> use the Asha. Now I gotta be funny. <laughs> but it's better to have options. Oh, uh, okay. Shit. Okay, let me try let me try to sell this. Uh <clears throat> British. No. I am Dutch. That was it. That was it. <laughs> I had nothing. I had nothing. No, that's fair. Oh no, he's Dutch. <laughs> I guess. Oi. Freak. He's Dutch. Oh. <laughs> Dutch freaks. Yo, universe where Bakura's Dutch instead? Beware, Pharaoh. That would be such a wild and hyper-specific dubism for four kids to do. I kind of wish that was it. Especially <laughs> considering how bad the German accents were for Casey Grand Prix, where we have fucking Terminator Mother. Doing a shitty Arnold. Are you are you are you telling me you did not think Sick Feet from Schroeder was a fucking convincing German accent? Are you telling me this? What, is wrong? what do you mean? This was the most convincing German accent. <laughs> the only thing that accent was convincing me of is that I shouldn't be alive anymore. Every time I listen to it. I don't know. This, uh, this accent convinced KG to play Valkyrie. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the trade for we the Weevil voice dying. Siegfried's voice has to live. An alternate reality where Bakura's Dutch. I guess he just constantly makes games about windmills of despair. I don't know what Dutch is like. <laughs> you don't know what Dutch is like. Yes. Here's our new shadow game, Pharaoh. Why did you throw this blanket over us? <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> The, the dark Dutch oven. I'm I'm gonna recommend nobody Google's Dutch oven that is listening. Hi, how's it going? Welcome to the Millennium Microphone. We're off to a great and wonderful start already. If you couldn't tell, we're sorry to all one half of our Dutch fans. Sorry to our Dutch fan. He's co-hosting this week. He's Hello. a windmill. <laughs> Podcast. I don't have the analytics on. That. I'd imagine it. I'd imagine it's literally just me. <laughs> if I were to make an educated guess here, it is just me. <laughs> Welcome to our special guest, KM. Hello, Mayor Pete Booty Egg. No. <laughs> oh. oh. I hate that you oh. pronounced it Booty Egg. Bo yeah, booty yeah. egg. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what his name is. 
Jesus, bring your booty eggs. Come on, get it together. <laughs> so, before the uh, the phenomenal fuck up that that changed my intro quote completely, arguably, I guess for the better. Apparently, the only alternative I had was <clears throat> white woman spotted. Because, because, because you see the the last episode has the ultimate white woman enemy spotted. I'm surprised you haven't used that before, considering Kasara's probably been here for a while. Oh, we've oh, used it a lot. <laughs> used it a lot. And we talked okay. about White Woman Wednesday that we, episode. I think it was a thumbnail image at one point. Hold on, let me. It is White Woman Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was the one. <laughs> Where's this fucking image freak. I made for it? It was so good. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> fucking one half blue eyes white dragon, one half Kasara. It is white. It is white woman Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I ended up going with uh, not the one of both of them, but like it's still so funny. I like how much lower quality the blue eyes is half as compared to the Kasara yeah, half. I think it so really funny. ties this whole thing together. <laughs> There's no high quality images of a blue eyes from the front on Google Images. It sucks. Just scrub through episode by episode until you find a frame of blue eyes turning its head so you get front facing white dragon. No. I'm sorry that you don't want to put in the work to make a high quality meme. You can make a high-quality meme using a low-quality image. I do it all the time. Or you can make a high-quality meme by piecing together a bunch of dumb references and finding one edit that a person made of uh, the pharaoh, but he's in Duel Links, and then using those hands to put together a press F to sleeve your boyfriend thumbnail image that, in my opinion, is pretty fucking good. It's, yeah, it's pretty strong. Or you can just put, like, zero effort in and then just fucking put a bad gamer shirt on a man who's normally wearing a striped shirt your your, your thumbnails have really like i'm, I'm really like th there's a there's a good evolution going on here where you can just like chronologically tell how l less of a shit you give b b thumbnail by thumbnail i mean let's let's be real there have been points where we really don't give a shit episode three's thumbnail was this that's just a free yeah. Okay, you know why though? You know why? Because there's literally a graphic in in one of those episodes in Duelist Kingdom where he just goes three turns left, and then it has like the yeah, funny freeze flying, and then three. three. <laughs> ah, it's so funny. It's referential. It's very funny. I promise. <laughs> but, another grand uh, thumbnail. One of our best has to be the um, the one with every one of Pegasus's shitty goons. But they're in the Arrested Development thing of the magicians with We Demand to be taken seriously. We take it seriously. <laughs> oh god, I don't even I don't even remember half of these fucking dudes. Yeah. Uh yeah. That's how it be. What the fuck's up with like the fucking the clown looking motherfucker on the on the left? Oh that's that, Kaiba. That's uh the not ghost of Kaiba who dressed up as the ghost of Kaiba after Kaiba totally died in uh, his and Yugi's first duel. And then oh. started guilt tripping him. Oh, right, they did not have the weird fucking puppet dude from the manga, I forget. They they made something uh, they sure worse. Did. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, Terrible. What are some other classics? Oh, yeah. Kaiba Suba. Kaiba Suba's good. Also this one. <laughs> this is one of my best, I think. That one was so good. 
we turned it into a fucking server emote. Oh yeah. No, it's fucking it's up there. Uh Kaiba Subas are oh. really good. And on that note of Kaiba, there's also Step Brothers. Oh, <laughs> oh. God, they suck. God, sometimes our thumbnails are really fucking good. I can't wait to see what kind of nightmarish bangers we have for GX. Oh, GX is gonna be fucking insane. There's a lot. There's a lot to work with in GX. I feel you're gonna have a lot of material going into that one. But there's also Kaiba Monkey Ball. <laughs> this was one of my like most high effort edits, honestly. Yo, he's in the same ball as Suizo. He sure is. <laughs> I forgot Suizo was in Monkey Ball, and then you just viscerally reminded me. Thank you. <laughs> You're very. Welcome. I love you, Suizo. Oh shit, that reminds me. Monster Ranchers on Steam. Maybe I'll buy that. Suizo fucking rules. So this is a funny little guy. Sometimes I don't want to remember the, that he exists next to I I and Dame Dane guy though. Did they put Cosmic Kiryu in a fucking monkey ball? Yo, when are we gonna do the Monster Rancher cast? No, okay, that had an anime. <laughs> no, you guys got what you worked with. You got an anime. You got several games. I'm sure there's a great audience you can find. I was transported to a faraway land, to a world where You're monsters You're not singing the fucking <laughs> theme song, are you shitting me? Yeah, there's like, there's, there's at least a few Monster Rancher fans. One second, let me check One of them Steam. is Alto. DM them and ask if they want to join, because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when are we going to get the Vibribbon podcast going? When are we going to cater to my niches? Let's go. Let's fucking go. According to Steam, there's at least 522 Monster Rancher fans. <laughs> Man. We've been doing this this uh, fucking podcast for 41 episodes. That's insane. That's one, more than, that's one more than 40 episodes. Yeah. That's wild. It's wild that we got above 40. Hey, congratulations on 41, everybody. We did it. We're There's so nothing old. special about that number. It's just that we passed 40. What do you want? I mean, next episode we get to end off dual monsters and and then and then we'll Thank be God. able to make jokes about the funny hitchhiker number. We can get the good Yu-Gi-Oh. The meaning of the afterlife is episode 42 of Millennium Mike, yeah. It's wild. Now you see, Shibuya, the meaning of the afterlife as decreed by the ultimate white woman is contrived, convoluted bullshit. I mean, that's fair, but also you're getting way ahead of yourself I by talking I, about I, the I... ultimate white woman. <laughs> Once we get to that point, I have some fucking words. Oh, literally my last note on the last episode is, oh, Shora's got some fucking anger about this, doesn't he? <laughs> You could, you, I know for a fact that you got to that point and you were like, this is what he was talking about. I got to that point and I went, oh no, we have to hear what he has to say about this and it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited for when we finish the main series and I will binge read the entire manga before we do DSOD. That's going to be a fun. I forgot how bad they did this arc in the anime. Even just by the five episodes yeah. I watched, it was like, wow. Hey, even wow. before this, 
even bef- like the last batch we did before this one, Shore was talking about the differences and how fucking <sighs> insane and obscene they are. Like moving Seto's whole arc from the very end of Millennium World to no, it's before Zork shows up. You know, no, no reason. It's just yeah, fun. Yeah, they do the fuck. I, I, I was watching like the, the episode where, uh, like, like the last episode. I'm not gonna go too far. It's like Shin. The Pharaoh and Seto be like fighting right now, and then I checked, yeah. like, oh, yeah. this just yeah. happened already for no fucking reason. They just yeah. did it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, trust me, the anime adaptation of the of the manga here pisses me off to no fucking end because the things it adds have no substance. The things it changes become outright racist at times. Be glad you weren't here for Mobasa. Oh, I'm oh, oh. so hungry. Be glad he's <laughs> dead. Be glad you showed up for, hey, we're Super Saiyan flying and not uh, Bobasa singing about what his name stands for and how it's gluttony and fucking sloth or whatever. The manga version of events is so much shorter, but so much more concise and well-plotted and well-paced and makes sense. Also, the manga version of events does not censor Zork's dragon penis. No, it doesn't. Every time four kids had to draw over his abs in the most inconsistent way every time, <laughs> there was not a clear design of how that neck was supposed to go from chest to crotch. Nobody knew they were just covering it up. It's really funny because in shots where, like, the dragon penis just isn't there at all, like, 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 like they, don't, they don't redraw that at all. It's just the normal shot. So his chest, like expands and de-expands depending on the shot basically yeah it's weird he's it's so bad it's It's so so bad bad, but you know what for how much of a shit show this arc has been anime wise i feel like it's appropriate that it's fucking awful and a shit show (laughs) also i gotta be honest i really wish martin could be here for these episodes purely just because fucking I, I really weirdly miss his uh, his Zork voice from Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge, just being like, Hey guys, <laughs> it's me, Zork Necrophades. That Zork has a personality at yeah, all. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I'm, pr- I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure one of my notes here just reads, Zork is more boring than Jiren. <laughs> hey, could Zork beat Jiren? I mean, shit. You the right. Tr- uh, trick question. The answer is no one would watch past episode Shit, one of that five-part fight. Super right. Though. Jiren has a backstory, kind of. I mean, Zork also has a backstory. We just don't give a fuck. Jiren has the appeal of like there's this funny like buff gray Alamout just beating the shit out of everyone. That's like an appealing factor. Zork has nothing. He doesn't have the dragon penis. Even if you watch the dub, there's just nothing. <laughs> it's uh it should come as no surprise to anyone i didn't take very many notes for these fucking episodes i took a fair bit mostly just because at the appropriate points i was going raw 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 rasputin lover of the russian queen I, I i took i took a decent amount of notes for like the first couple episodes and then like you can see my notes just deflate by the end of it yeah, same. That's fair. Let me let me let me put this into perspective. I had some notes for a little while, and then I just kept watching for a bit. Didn't come back to my notes until I at the very end only wrote one last thing, which was "white woman spotted." Nice. <laughs> White dragon spotted. 
Oh boy. So, uh, uh, the weak little Chihuahua bitch boy Tristan is is evil. Bakura now, I guess. Oh wait, sorry. Hold on. Season five, episode forty-three. Oh, yeah. uh, hold on, I think you're all forgetting what the pot of greed has to say about these episodes. Oh shit, what does the pot of greed have to say? What does the pot of he greed have to here. say about them? I can't hear him anymore. He was a ghost when I was writing my notes, so I could faintly hear him just going, money, money, money. And then oh, no, fucking Bakura ate shit, so I can't hear him anymore. It's a shame. I, th I think he's moved on. I think he's passed on to the, the after pot life. Is it no. spirit of the pot of greed? Oh no. He's free now. He's free to go make money in the Shadow Realm. As much as he wants. God bless. Goodbye, sweet pot. Greed town. We'll Alright, well, I you. guess we're gonna have to hire his replacement, uh, Jar? <laughs> he, he sucks, but we pa have to pay him more. <laughs> he quite literally puts in half the effort of Pot of Greed, but, you know, no one else, half I guess. Half the effort of Greed twice the time. It's very funny. Jar of Greed sounds like Bobasa. No! <laughs> None of us want to do that voice because we'll all be called racist. I will shatter that jar with the fattest dropkick you've ever seen in your life. I will shatter my bones to break him in half. If anyone here, like, does that voice, about two years later, that clip will be, like, isolated and put online and that person will be gone forever. Yeah, this is the <laughs> issue with making fun of Obasa. If you try to make fun of him by doing the voice, you're putting yourself at risk. Shibuya. Yeah. I was I was going <laughs> I was going on the fucking wiki or Google Images and shit, right? Okay. To try and find all the related Pot of Greed cards. Okay. Um. A forgot about Pot of Generosity, so you know we could just have we could just have female pot, but also there's also Pot of um. Is it duality? The one where you uh show the top three cards of your deck and then pick one. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry, the description text is killing me. It's really good. Oh, it's the fucking Bambi bit, goddammit. <laughs> hey, you know what else was the Bambi bit? One of my intro quotes early on with the Paradox Brothers episodes. Let's fucking go. Um, We're bringing it, it full, circle, full circle, baby. Longtime viewers of the podcast, we see you. We're referencing it. Congratulations. Welcome our new mascot, the green M&M of greed. The pot of green. <laughs> Pot of M&M's. <laughs> Pot of green m and card. <laughs> oh, this is so oh. bad. Oh, all right. Um. Okay, I, I think we're we're going to officially move on to episode two fifteen. If I episode four three. Yeah. All right. We good to move on. Yeah. Are we, are we going? Or... <laughs> hey. Hey. It's funny how Bakura is like duel me, idiot. And then nobody confirms, okay, but you'll let Tristan go if we win, right? Nobody Maybe. deals, nobody <laughs> asks this, nobody confirms this with this asshole, <laughs> they just decide to do it. Well, of course. They're just like, like wait, guys, we can, we can take care of two birds with one stone, get rid of Tristan and Bakura. Are none of you going to ask me if, you got, if you're going to get your friend back? No, no, not really. Not really. No, eh. we good. Also, bold choice of words there, using that, using that, what, friend? Yes. Wow, you guys are more fucked up than I am. Bakura eats shit and then goes, Joke's on you, idiots. I'm the only one that's dying. You have to live with this fool. And then he fucking no. eats shit. And then everyone goes, No! And then Tristan wakes up and goes, Hey, what Hello, happened, guys? Hello, everyone. 
<laughs> my final great evil leaving behind Tristan. Nah! <laughs> I, I gotta say, I gotta say, I was a really big fan of how Bakora snatching Tristan happened because seemingly, like, with the presentation of flashback, Tristan just kind of ran up to Bakora to deck him and had no, like, plan outside yeah, of that. Yeah, no follow-up. It's yeah, great. That was literally it's so good. the That's entirety what of that scene. Yeah. Ran up, punched him in the face, and then Bakura just snatched him by the neck. And I'm just going to punch the villain, and that's my plan. <laughs> All right, what if I put a piece of my soul inside you? That's uh, not part of my plan. That's not consensual. You won't, because it's not part of the plan. <laughs> Step one, <laughs> one punch. Step two, there is none. <laughs> Joke's on you, I read Mob Psycho. <laughs> Oh no! Emotional stability, my only weakness! You guys remember fucking Marshmallow? I do, Yo, I love him. We love Marshmallow. Hey, I do. I literally have a note here that just goes, that just reads in all caps, Let's fucking go, Marshmallow. I was very excited about him. Yeah, my all caps note is, Gosh, Fuck yeah, Marshmallow. I love that <laughs> yeah. little bastard. Hey, I put fucking marshmallow in there. My all caps note is, this has to be the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking marshmallow glasses. Live marshmallow reaction and it's the slug, but he's recolored to be marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> Please oh somebody type that God. in so I remember. Actually, I'll just fucking do it. Holy shit, that's good. I hate that. The edit they did on Zork to make the dragon not look like a penis is one of the worst things I've seen in my fucking life. It's Which so one? There's bad. like 30 of them. Every time they cut away, it's a new edit. <laughs> it's a new edit every time. Does so he have bad. 12 abs going up to his neck? Does he have a couple of lines? Is it nothing? There's a point where like he's surrounded by fire and he's like lit up by the fire except for that one part that yeah. they edited. It's, it's like, so obvious. Oh, it's there's so some bad. really like rough edits in this one. Uh, whenever Marshmallow is front of like one of the edited four kids cars, his outline just gets completely shot to shit. It's really funny. Oh yeah. Uh, I love when all of our problems could have been solved if people were smart enough to have the foresight to do things before they flew away. Like uh, grab the Millennium items before you fucking leave the premises. No, no. Why would we do that? What? Those aren't important. Well, you're getting ahead of yourself. We're only on episode 43. Yeah, this happens in this episode. No. The items get blown from the tablet because Zork shows up and no one thinks, let's grab this shit and let's go. They just think, let's no. go. I feel like their reaction to Zork show, like, I remember, I think it's Isis who, like, is the first one to say something. And the tone of voice is like, I feel like you should be a little more friend by the fact that Sane is, like, rising in front of you, like, two feet away. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, that sucks. Not to mention oh, she just uh, witnessed Kaleem's death, like, five minutes ago. So there's also that to be dealing with emotionally, honey. So you want to fucking have emotions? No. What? No. <laughs> no. Perfect impression for you, AKM. Let's go. I can be a voice actor. <laughs> Any of us could. Kaiba continues to be the best character. <laughs> Some guy who looks like me lost his girlfriend and I should feel bad. God. God, you're such a dick. Hey, the worst part of that, the worst part of that is because of because of how four kids justifies like they're not dead, they're in the shadow realm. And Kaiba looks and just sees her face. 
in the sub, her body is covered by that, like, blanket. And he doesn't get to see her face, he just sees the blanket over her. And he just ponders. And I'm just like, wow, they made this more fucked up somehow. It's gross. Why does Yugi have level monsters? Did no one tell him that they suck? Because he's got a little scrimblow deck. I love him. He gets stronger the longer he lives through all this traumatic bullshit. It's it's metaphorical, you see. I do like how the little scrimblow, like, swordsman and magician basically have Yugi's eyes. I think that's a cute touch. It's They evolve from Yugi to Yami as they get stronger. It's really good. It's visual progression of the character. No, I don't think so. You're reading too much into it. Also, Silent Swordsman gets, like, a cloud-type um, weapon as he gets stronger. Like, he gets an Advent Children-looking sword with Materia in it. It's so good. Hey, can we get absent chat from our man, Hassan? Rest in peace, Hassan. Rip to a real one. Yeah, rip. It's fucking so good. When he got blasted in the dub, it sounded like a Dragon Ball Z teleportation effect. It was funny. <laughs> okay, I'm not the only one who fucking heard that. Holy shit. Oh, there's funnier sound effects we're gonna hear later. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna bring it up because it was the dumbest shit and it took me out of the experience entirely. <laughs> I also forgot Joey calls Yugi's deck a freak deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, he's like, he, he looks at, like, Marshmallow and Silent Swordsman level zero. Is like, what kind of freak deck are you running? Like, Joey, motherfucker, you run, like, five Landstar monsters or whatever the fuck you do? I don't think you can talk here. I don't think this is your fucking territory. The best part here is that the dub cuts out the big thing with this, where Yugi explains in his inner monologue... That, like, this is a deck he put together without the Pharaoh, it's his chance to try dueling on his own, and then Joey in the dub just calls it a freak deck. It is a freak deck. Little freaks. Hey, it's a freak deck that works, okay? I guess, yeah. If you're a freak. Yeah, little Yugi's a freak, problem? Speaking of freaks... (laughs) (laughs) Man. I want him to die in the windstorm, I need him to die, I need him to die, die right now, please, you stupid fucking bug fuck. I thought we were fucking free, and then they just show them, and they're like, We were done, and then we're not done again, because they keep showing them, because they need to cut to ordinary people, and they have the models, (laughs) and I hate it! I I don't understand the anime's, like, obsession with Rex and Weevil, like, there was not even a cameo from them in, 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 like, the manga for this, and it's like, no, we gotta show what Rex and Weevil are up to. For some reason. Yeah, beloved characters, Rex and Weevil. Rex, I can understand even remotely. Weevil, fuck no. Weevil fans, I'm sorry. I don't respect you. I don't respect him. I don't respect the people who kept drawing him in this anime. I know they had to get paid. I'm not sorry. I don't. I don't. Get it. I I don't respect you at all. I don't respect you at all, and how dare you like that evil fucking creature. If the only reason you like him is to shit on him, then that's the only justifiable explanation in my brain. Oh, uh, what the fuck card is turn jump? What the fuck Deus Ex Machina bullshit is it's this It's not card? a real one, that's <laughs> Would what Would you is. believe that this is in fact not a real card? It's, uh, it was used in the manga <sighs> specifically as level support, because level monsters work differently in the manga and the anime than they do in the card game. Okay. It's really fucking weird. I, I, did, I did one of the gold duels that had um, the silent monsters in them, so I sort of know how they work in actual uh, 
in the actual and, and, TCG? Tell me. Yeah. And in, in the actual TCG, level monsters, each turn that they stay alive, you can get rid of them to sacrifice the next stage up, which usually goes like level 3, then level 5, then level 7. It, it jumps bigger levels. Yeah. If you just watch the anime, you see this in effect with uh, Chaz's arm dragons and GX. Yeah. I remember arm dragons, yeah. In GX, they keep how they play in the in the game, but in the anime, it's like, oh, they gain a level, and that's like 500 attack under certain conditions. Yeah. So, Yugi using a card that skips turns is supposed to just, you know... It speeds up the process. Gives more levels. Yeah, it's, it's like a 1500 attack increase. It skips levels and also skips uh, the battle phase of the monster that was attacking with its effect. Skipping the yeah. battle phase, I get. Skipping maybe one turn, I get. Motherfucker, you skipped three turns. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, Yugi? So much. I'm also glad that uh, by the effect of, of that spirit motherfucker, uh, it's also like effect negation or something. I'm not sure. I don't think they knew. I yeah. No one knew what they were doing when they wrote this duel. I'll be real with you. <laughs> Oh, there's a play later on that I want to shit on real bad, because it's awful. That's fair. I'm looking forward to talking about the rest of this duel later on. But uh, first I need to talk about how they put a glow around Marshmallow's very sharp teeth and called yeah, it a day so when he funny. bites Bakora's entire fucking arm. That's oh, so funny. It's really good. Every time someone bites something, it's just a shitty glow effect. It's like, what are you doing? It's so stupid. It's one of the dumbest things that dub Yu-Gi-Oh could ever do, and I laugh every time. <laughs> I forgot my last note for the dub episode. I just went, no, Shada, don't start glowing with the sensor aura. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Didn't, uh... No, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there a point in, like, OG Pokemon where a Pokemon bit another one? I feel like are there thinking, have to be. Are, are I feel you like there's of like multiple the, points of that. Yeah, I mean, the, the one I think of is, like, the origin, but that was from, like, 2013, but there was yeah. probably stuff from, like, the old show where... Because it's like, that was also for kids. They didn't censor any of that shit. They just no. took out all the guns and James tits. And also the episode where Tentacruel gets big and breaks two buildings. Well, no, they aired that one. They just stopped airing it after 9-11 happened. I didn't know they actually aired it at all. Fuck. Yeah, I remember watching it on TV. Yeah, I remember. I also remember watching that on TV. And then I was like, whatever happened to that episode? And I was like, oh, yes, 9-11. Like everything else. 9-11. Man, guys, it's I can't believe bad. they didn't talk about... I can't believe they didn't talk about 9-11 and turning red. It's really fucked up. <laughs> Stop. You gotta talk about the cultural importance 9-11 has. Hey, Yu-Gi-Oh! takes place in 1999. Why don't they talk about 9-11 and the ramifications they could have stopped, the stopped it. They could have stopped it. They're just fucking... They're just <laughs> out, 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 out there in Egypt, and then Joey's like, oh, man, 9-11 oh, just no. happened. That's sad. I'm I'm picturing, like, fucking Yugi watching TV, <laughs> and the pharaoh's just like, Yugi, look, and he points at one of the planes, and they see the shadow of Zork the Dark one over the No! Plane. No. <laughs> I will cast the world shit. into darkness. No. I thought. Oh fuck. Oh god. I thought you were gonna say something else entirely. Uh, Not what would that be? Fucking that. <laughs> I lost it because you fucking stunned me so hard. I, Yugi, all, look, Bakora is flying the plane. No! I fused with the plane in order to crash into the towers. Yugi, you'll never stop me. Oh, Behold my, my plane penis. 
I activate my trap card. Oh, crash and burn. Oh, God. That's what this podcast is doing right now. It's so bad. We gotta go. We gotta exit. Um, speaking of rubble, there's a point where they're leaving the city initially after Zork initially gets summoned in. Like, Kaleem's body is still there, but uh, four kids cut away a point where, like, a building is collapsing around him because he died inside of one. And, like, his hand is sticking out from the rubble and sinking as more shit falls on him and it's kind of fucked. That sucks. I yeah. really like that their fucking, like, attempt at stopping Zork was, uh, hurl rocks at him? I mean, it's a distraction. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it was! <laughs> it's it's a distraction because he looks and goes, you think this can fucking stop me? And then he does nothing for 20 minutes. It gives them time to get the items, so, like, it worked. I don't, that motherfucker just remained stationary no matter what. I don't think the rocks were, like, aiding or, like, fucking stopping that at any point. No, he just decided to chill and be like, you think this couldn't hurt me? I'm gonna stand here for 20 minutes and tank this damage, idiot. <laughs> Alright, we, uh, good to move on? Yeah, I got nothing uh, else. See. Um, sure. Yeah. Oh, wait, there was a point where uh, the Pharaoh and Kaiba said something really gay to each other, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, baby. They're so gay, it hurts. That's great. Well, because I'm pretty sure Seto just goes, like, trust me, my Pharaoh, let me take over, and he's like, I trust you. And it's I like, trust oh, you. That's sweet. They They're, cousins. They're cousins. They're cousins. They're cousins. Not They're me cousins. the modern version. <laughs> love is love. <laughs> Carl? Episode 216. The, the familial bond of love. Stop. It's season 5, episode 44. I'm just saying. Stop or I will stop you myself. I'm not saying that kind of love. I'm saying siblings can love each other. It's not that way. You can say platonic or familial. But add yeah, platonic or familial so nobody can misconstrue what you're saying and no. then take you out of context later. No. It's funnier that way. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Alright. Um, you signed up for this. Yeah, I sure did. Um, <laughs> I don't get why the marshmallow glasses are still on the field long after that original monster is the, gone. The monster it's equipped to is destroyed, so the equip should also be destroyed. It's there for, like, the entire duel, and I don't understand why. Yeah, it's so weird, and I'm pretty sure it was also there in the sub. Yeah, that Maybe was not it's a just a continuous spell? I don't know. I mean, Bakuri doesn't attack with any of his monsters after that point, just about, so... Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. It's supposed to be like, now all your monsters can only attack Marshmallow, and he's like, well, good thing I'm not attacking anymore. Well, he does attack the one time, though, to do some direct damage to Yugi when he uses the card that is not Stop Defense, even though Stop Defense already exists. I don't yeah, know why was, you would make uh, a second card that does Stop it's Defense. It's like Negate Defense. I'm like, this card exists already. We have this. It's, it's real. <laughs> Just use it. Just reuse it. Asset reuse. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Very smart plays from, uh, from Yugi to get Silent Swordsman back. I can respect it. Uh, I don't know what the context is, but I, I just wrote, uh, oh, never mind, F. Oh, right, it's because Bakura's monster, fucking whenever it kills something, it goes to the deck and not the grave for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know the reasons, because Bakura's a fucking cheater. 
I mean, yeah. We have established this. Sack of shit. Mister, I have three hourglasses. I can use them whenever I want. Nothing can stop me. Oh no, Hassan stopped me. Mister fucking, I'm gonna destroy the world, and it's your fault. It's your fault because you let me go to the past. It's your fault the world will be destroyed. The world's destroyed, and it's your fault. Like, we get it, bro. Shut the fuck up already. No, he you won't. You gotta keep repeating yourself. A broken fucking record. He, he will never shut the fuck up. It's so unfortunate. I like the last uh, note for the last episode was like, just summon the three gods. And in this episode, Shimon just goes, you just have to summon the gods, pussy. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, but also, I'm very glad that I watched dub first and not sub. Because had I watched sub first, I would have seen uh, Exodia Unleashed as the episode title and would have been spoiled on the best fucking shit. Oh, God, I yeah. said earlier in our viewing of this exact arc, I'm like, when is Exodia going to come out again? I need to see him. And they show him again. And Shimon is the one that has him locked up. And he just lets him fucking run loose. And it's so good. And they say Exodia it's Obliterate so again. And I clapped. I have two notes for this Exodia thing where in all caps I just write Exodia Kaiju Battle, Exodia Kaiju Battle, Exodia Kaiju Battle. And then the second note immediately after, aw, because he got taken out really quickly. He did. Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, in the sub it's not that quick because Exodia and Zork actually have like their grapple moment. And then Exor Exodia rips Zork's arm off. God damn. Like rips off an arm. And then he's like, you think that'll do anything to me? And then he regrows it. And then he tears Exodia's arm off. And oh, Shimon's oh. like, you think that'll stop me? And then Exodia regrows his arm also. <laughs> and hey, then Exodia eats shit and dies. But I have a gift for you. Ooh. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> this might be better than anything. I, I love that the dragon penis is a separate I love how the dragon penis is its own reaction. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Shora, Shora, one request. One request. Yeah? Move the dragon to below where it says live Zork reaction for accuracy on where they are placed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Other than that, this is perfect. I think this is the thumbnail. Let's fucking go. Oh, I love it. I love Bakura falling to the ground because a fucking marshmallow ate his arm. Uh, eat shit, pussy. Let's go. Fuck him up. I was thinking about what to put in the fucking reaction boxes, and I was like, oh, I gotta put Zork's fucking snake dick in there. <laughs> you sure do. Brilliant. Fucking amazing <laughs> ideas. Uh, here we go. Here's the, here's the modified version where it's right below Zork. Thank you. That's perfect. I love every point where uh, Bakura's just like, alright now, Yugi, you have to understand that you're gonna lose, and Yugi's just like, shut the fuck up. He just like I'm so tired of you. Stop talking. Bakura genuinely never actually feels like he's in control of this duel. He's so shit. He's yeah. like, I hope you weren't expecting your your uh, swordsman to get its effect. And he's like, I know how the game works. Yeah. Let me play. The best part of all this is that Bakura in the sub is explicitly setting up this uh this combo that he has a whole name for and everything. And he still just eats shit and dies. It's fantastic. Bakura's fucking strategy was actually a pretty good one, all things considered, too. It's solid, and honestly kind of would have worked had it not been for Heart of the Cards plot armor. It would have worked if, or wouldn't have worked 
if Yugi had done one thing and it's used fucking was it Destiny Draw? Or D time, whatever one it is, the one that makes it so you can't t- draw. On oh your yeah, draw yeah. D- if you're thinking mm. of like D time or something, it's a yeah. Destiny hero card, <laughs> which means it does sure, not exist yeah. yet in the Yu-Gi-Oh universe. I know, which is a shame, but I'm just thinking it's because I, I saw a video of someone going up against a, a deck that like removed all of his cards from his deck. Yes, I've seen that video. Had, yeah. D time, yeah. and it's like can't draw, can't lose. No, the best <laughs> part is he played D time on his turn. His opponent went, and his opponent used a deck that like mills your entire deck, and he was just like, "Oh, they're gonna lose next turn. Fuck yeah, pass turn." And then he doesn't lose with zero cards in his deck because D time is still on the field. It's so funny. It's incredible when shit God, like that it's happens. So fucking funny. I love it so much. On the one hand, I thought Bakura's, like, ultimate gambit for the duel was, like, it was, like, an interesting thing for, like, a, like, a, a final boss duel to do. On the other hand, I'm, this is one of those anime moments where I have to just stop and think, how the fuck would this look like on the actual, like, in, in the actual game? Because this whole thing is like, oh, my graveyard's not destroyed, and I guess banishment doesn't factor into this, so all these monsters count. Is he just, like, fucking spreading the, the, his graveyard all over the board and just telling Yuki, all this counts? No, what, what he did was he grabbed his graveyard, he threw it in the air, he didn't pick it up, and then he started laughing like a maniac in the middle of the tournament arena. It's time for 40 card pickup. All of these monsters are all in play. You Yugi... have enough space on your field for that. You, you, Yugi's just fucking sitting there in the, in the team like, Judge, can we get a judge in here? Judge? <laughs> I don't think this is a legal play. Judge? The, the judge so... is also Bukor and he goes, hmm, I'll allow it. it's funny. So funny thing, this whole duel with Bakura is actually mostly untouched. I believe it. Like the 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 actual duel part of it is pretty much one for one what happens in the manga, right down to the fucking marshmallow on glasses strat, which was so good. Amazing. It's it's symbolic. I understand why. It's it's an important part of the story for this duel to happen the way it does. I, I can't believe this motherfucker top decked pot agreed. So good. Yeah. It'd be good if it was Yugi. Instead, it's this fucking Bakura shit. At this point, I don't care who draws him. I missed him so much. I'm glad he's back. I can't, be- I can't believe Isis inflated her dragon and then died. I was about I can't to believe- say. <laughs> I can't believe Isis spoke to this poor girl who's still in mourning and just went, Mahad would want you to do the same thing, and then went and died just like Mahad. I'm like, this is emotional manipulation? Yes! <laughs> Mahad would want you to do this. Now go so I can die in peace. I also gotta say, okay, Shibuya, I know you were very excited about over Exodia, and I get it, but consider yeah. the real MVP of this of this episode. Wing Guardian. Dragon Guardian of the Fortress, let's fucking go, baby! I, 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 when when she inflated that, I was like, oh, he's slightly bigger now, Zork's completely fucked. <laughs> he got like 500 more attack, Zork can't handle this. <laughs> It's like it's like when Kuwabara says sword get long in Yu Yu Hakusho, but Isis just goes wing dragon get big, and then he just goes, and then he gets bigger. It's very funny. It's not even by a lot. He grows like a tiny bit, and it's, it's like ten like, percent larger. <laughs> it's like the thing so you'd see on a fucking funny. as seen on TV product. Like now, ten percent larger. Amazing. Oh God. I'm still so upset Exodia got jobbed so fucking hard. It's a shame, but I get it. You have to establish how powerful Zork is. 
it's all right. Now they all have their uh, Millennium items back. Yeah. Now they can do their, their sick plays. And it only took three people dying to do it. Smile. I like that they're like, all right, we gotta go find the items. They're all just in the one spot. It's like, you guys fucking... They, yeah. It, it, they, they, like, they, like, hype it up as, like, oh, this is a big thing. No, they immediately get to the spot and they're like, Millennium Puzzle, Millennium Rod, Millennium Key, Millennium... Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, there's yeah. no effort in it whatsoever. They, like, they why is this say, even a bit? <laughs> they straight up say, like, they've been scattered across the desert and they're all in one spot. <laughs> Oh, they're all right so here. Much. That's convenient. Man. Isn't that nice? Meanwhile, fucking Hassan underneath the the fucking rocks just like, mission complete. My turn. I gathered them all here and then a rock fell on me. <laughs> <laughs> I was bringing them back and then a rock hit me and I'm here now. Unseen hero Hassan saves the day yet again. My lungs are crushed and I cannot breathe. Please help me. Your sacrifice will not be in vain, Hassan. Wait, no, please come back. I'm still please, alive. What the fuck? I'm still alive, you assholes. <laughs> you will die with honor and grace. You guys fucking suck. I'll die being pissed, you idiots. Hey, everybody. Shibuya here. I'm pretty sure you know the drill by now. We've got an ad break to get through, and then we're back to the episode. Episode 41. Can you believe it? We're almost done with the original Yu-Gi-Oh. Every time I think about it, it... I, I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm stunned. Uh, thank you all so much for your support. It is greatly appreciated. Every single week, seeing the comments and the responses to episodes re really just makes my day. I can't tell you how much I enjoy seeing you guys freak out over our new recurring bits or uh or or just freak out at the edits. It's it's very nice. Brings a tear to my eye almost. So, let's get through this quick so you can get back to the funny critique of a shitty shonen anime from the early 2000s. Um if you don't follow us there already, twitter.com slash millennium mike. Uh, at Millennium Mike. It'll be on screen if you're watching the YouTube version. I post memes. I post edits that end up in the full episode sometimes. So if you're an audio-only listener, that's how you get to see some of the stuff like the My Brother in Christ Bakora edits that were not planned initially. I just whipped those up when I re-listened in the editing process, and they are very, still very funny. <laughs> I do enjoy them a lot. Uh, outside of that, we also have the Patreon patreon.com slash millennium mike if you want to go support us word of mouth helps a lot but if you have a couple bucks you want to throw our way feel free to do so and if you're a contributor to the patreon above a certain tier you will have your name on screen in the video version right now just like our current blue eyes white dragons we also have the ones that i will read out loud which is our forbidden ones and above so thank you to our current forbidden ones Shiny Mew, Bill Sanchez, and Teletran 4. Let's also not forget our current god card, Dimitri Gonzalez, and Reshef the Dark Patron, Patchwork. Thank you all so much for supporting us. It really is greatly appreciated. It helps us feel confident going forward into GX and beyond. And I know we have stream goals for the rest of Yu-Gi-Oh, but, like, 
on top of that, we have other plans currently in the works. Like, again, we're doing Season 0 once we finish uh, main Yu-Gi-Oh! Though we may take a few weeks off to reorient and do the Dark Side of Dimensions commentary. Speaking of which, the commentary track for that will be available for patrons the same way that the Pyramid of Light commentary track is currently. So if you're re-watching the podcast and you want to toss us five bucks so that you can go listen to that while you watch the movie, that's there. And Shora and I have been discussing how we're going to go about doing our own progression series in the future. We still have to iron out some details, and we don't know when exactly we're going to release it. But the current idea is to maybe have it so episodes go up early for patrons. We're not totally set on that yet, and we kind of want to do it so we have a backlog that we can upload. That way it doesn't interfere with mill mic editing as much, and we can just do a bunch of batches in one recording session and then go at it. I don't know. Nothing is set in stone yet. Things might change, but Progression Series is probably going to be happening at some point in the future. So uh, please look forward to that. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, please go check out the YouTube channel, uh, Shibuya Gato on YouTube. And you'll see that our April Fool's bit this year was a riff on a currently existing series about the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG, where we would theoretically open up 24 packs of each set of Yu-Gi-Oh! that came out chronologically, and then make some bullshit deck using whatever cards we get out of it on a pack opening simulator. Again, nothing set in stone yet, but uh, if you enjoyed the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG at all, and not just the anime, go check that out. I think I've rambled for long enough. So I'm gonna throw it over to the dipships ad uh, right about now, and have fun with the rest of the episode. See ya! Do you enjoy boating? How about listening to three friends tell stories and talk about their weeks? Then I've got just the podcast for you. Dipships, the legitimate boating podcast. Every week, Carl, Jordan, and PM get together and tell the favorite stories and recap what's been going on in their lives and talking about boating too, I guess. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Podbean. And we'll see you on the Nautical Mile. Uh, episode 217. Season 5, episode 45. <laughs> they really MS painted a mouth onto, like, Bakora. Yeah, I was about to say. For no it reason. Lo- and it's, whenever they do this shit, it's still the funniest thing I've ever seen. It looks like, it, it looked like fucking, like, Lego videos I used to watch in, like, 2007. Like, those animations yeah. where the people, like, 14-year-olds would, like, just doodle MS paint mouths on them and then open and close. And it's like... It's the cheapest looking shit they in the world. They just used the rectangle tool on MS Paint for a couple frames and then put it in the episode. Who okayed this? I don't understand why. He's so far away. I don't think anyone even notices. This is so stupid. I think I think it may have been, and I, I might be completely off because the way I remember the 2000s is so skewed now, but I think when this was airing in the West, it was like 2006-ish. And this last arc. And so I think for people who are watching it on, like, HD TVs, maybe? They were like, oh, they'll notice we have to draw it on. 
Yeah, I remember they got so far behind on on schedule for that dub. I think this this started like this last season was airing at the same time they just started GX or something. It would not shock me. Not at all. Yeah, I I remember GX was already airing when this fucking uh, finally got dubbed and and brought over to the US because. By by the time I had at the very least saw any of this final season, GX had already been running for like a good half a season, maybe a full season. It's fucked up. I'm gonna go look this up actually. Yeah, now I'm curious. Um hey, it's funny how all of all of this drama, all of this stress in this duel could have been avoided if Yugi ran any Harpy's Feather Dusters, or any MSTs. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Or any giant trunades, or any sort of back row whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, Bakura's strategy is so heavy back row center, but none of it's like like none of it's protected. So yeah. even an MST on one of these pieces would completely break the combo in half. Realistically, Yugi could walk up, pull the spell card out of Bakura's dual disc, tear it in half in front of him, and then toss it into the pit, and it would be more effective than his current strategy of sit there and do nothing. It's like Yugi, listen. Bakura's standing there just like, ah, you'll never beat my unstoppable. And then you just draw Heavy Storm and go Heavy Storm. And he yeah. goes, what? And you go, Heavy Storm. Honestly, he, goes, oh. he, he could also just draw Raigeki and just fucking, like, swing for game immediately. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. Oh no, when, hmm? when did the Sarashore? Let me, let me, okay. Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, episode one, season one. The next king of games. Aired. On the 6th of October, 2004. In America? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that makes well, sense. It's like... I think this is the U.S. air dates. This is... For U.S. Click the futon critic. What the fuck? <laughs> you doing okay there? <laughs> These websites are fucking weird. Anyway, even even so, even if this is using fucking Japanese air dates... <sighs> Season 5, episode 33, The Dark One Cometh, part 3 of Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters, aired on the 22nd of April, 2006. Yeah, I knew it was 06. I remember looking this up in the past. Okay, okay, I found it. Uh, the English air date for GX season 1, episode 1, was in October 2005, so this was still behind. They were still behind, like, Jesus. they just started GX, and I assume Fruvis in, like, a time slot no one watched. Probably. Because that's another thing. Like, a lot of people remember, like, Duelist Kingdom and Battle City and stuff. Because those got prime air dates on Saturday mornings. No, because, you see, I remember watching... I remember watching the, the final duel between uh, the Pharaoh and Yugi, and then I remember it going to GX after. Is my brain damaged? I mean, yes, maybe, but... maybe they aired them back-to-back back because they knew that was a thing people would tune in for for original Yu-Gi-Oh! Maybe? Like, who the fuck cares about yeah. Bakura anymore? But you watch the final heartfelt duel between Yugi and the Pharaoh, of course that's gonna get viewers. Yeah, and then and then you just, uh, I, I'd assume they would just start rerunning the first season of GX, like, oh, well, this is over, but hey, check this new thing out you might have you missed. Yeah, exactly. That's That's a cohesive enough plan where I can understand people doing it. Get your game on. I'm so happy there's an instrumental of that. I can't wait to put that in our intro. It's going to be so Sucking stupid. Penis. Okay, so going by this, The Dark One Cometh Part 3 came out in the US April 22nd, 2006. A full year 
after the fucking first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX has fucking come out in America. Wow. Which means that by that point, so April 22nd, 2006, uh, by that point, by that point, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX Season 1 was already done. I believe it. Because the last episode of GX, episode, of GX Season 1 aired in the U.S. in April 6th, 2006. God damn. Yeah, I remember coming home after school and turning on Cartoon Network and GX was on. Wow. Yeah. We'll make the grade somehow. I don't think a ton of people, like, people might have remembered catching, like, Oracalcos or something, but I don't think anyone remembers catching the fucking Egypt arc when they were kids. It was always, like... The last like, bit a- I watched oh, as no. a kid on TV was Oracalcos, and I remember vividly the point where I quit was after the first My Joey duel in America. As, as, as a kid, I caught some of the Oricalcos on TV and a couple of episodes of the, the Casey Grand Prix, and that's it. I dipped long before Casey Grand Prix. <laughs> I, I remember seeing the Rebecca versus whatever the fuck her name is duel and going, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Vivian Wong does that to I t- people. <laughs> and then I turned it back to Yu-Gi-Oh! GX because I'm pretty sure that was airing at the time. Season one. Jesus Christ! Wait, yeah. bro, I gotta, I gotta look this up. Okay, don't Wait, worry. Fucking... This is this is not the worst of worst of how far behind the double again. Oh, don't worry, we know. But like thinking about how the reason that Yu-Gi-Oh in the West was so behind on airing compared to GX is because in real time there was a year and a half of just filler arcs between Oricalcos and KC Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. That shit hurts. And then when they finally get back to canon material, they fucking handle it like this. Yeah, well, first off, when they finally get back to canon material, they have to change it immediately because it's been a year and a half. Of course the tablet won't still be in the Domino City Museum. They have to go all the way to fucking Egypt. Because we took an Atlantis side trip. What's up? I'm gonna fucking shit. The first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX aired in the U.S., Two days after the last episode of the KC Grand Prix. Oh my god. Two oh days. My god. <laughs> fucking oh, just, hell. What the fuck? Yu-Gi-Oh fucking sucks. Oh my god. This is so dire. <laughs> oh, Yu-Gi-Oh in the West is so fucked. Jesus. Speaking of things that are fucked, hey, you guys like that uh, that twist that happened in the episode? Oh. The the mean, silence speaks volumes. You mean the thing I, that we I'm, all talked about two episodes ago that we already knew? You, oh my yeah, god! You mean the thing knew. that everyone fucking knew? Yeah, I was yeah no the, the I was really struggling to remember because even when watching the episode, I'm like, did they did they not reveal it yet? No. It's like the yeah. most telegraphed yeah, thing in the world. is just like, how's this for a twist? I'm actually Zork, and it's like, oh no, that thing that we all knew. Oh so no, the demonic horns on your hair couldn't occlude us in ever. It's not like we've talked about you being Zork like six times on the podcast already. <laughs> it's not like you don't have things that Zork is the only person who should be able to do in the form of your fucking hourglasses, you cock! It's like a- <laughs> Go ahead, Caleb. It's literally like if a dude with like bright red skin and then like demon horns walked up to you and was like, I'm Saiyan. Isn't that a twist? It's literally what happens here. The only way that's not a twist is if someone goes, no, I thought you were Hellboy. 
just like the fact they did the close up on his nasty little face. He's like, how's that for a twist? It's oh like, yeah, he's doing the fucking eye thing. He's doing the thing where one eye is like half closed and one eye is wide open and his pupils pupils are all fucked up. And uh, I'm like, you wasted pupils. the animation for this? Ah, uh, the sicko mode. Uh-huh. This was like the only episode of the five I watched where I'm like, there are some good looking scenes in this one. Hey. Yeah. Um, Real quick. Uh, I just I just want to note something for everybody uh, watching this later. We're, mm -hmm. we're recording this the same day that KZ is currently going through uh, Sonic Unleashed. I forgot mm -hmm. he was doing that today. Shit. <laughs> uh, and I'd, I'd like to give a big shout out to Onyx Hope on Twitter for, for going ahead and letting me know that the VA of Chip in, in Sonic Unleashed, you know, the, the little like red fucking awful piece of shit character. Is that Rika Matsumoto? Tell me that's Rika Matsumoto right now. Uh, same voice actor for Chaz. No. Oh, I hear it. Oh, I hear it. Oh, I hate that. I hate, I, I hear it. Oh, fuck no. Come on. If Come you can't on. beat the Scrimblows, become a Scrimblow, I guess. Yeah. Holy shit. Chaz it up. Ch Chaz Princeton is uh, definitely a bit of a Scrimblow. Scrimble it up. And yes, it is the English voice actor. Yeah. Yeah. This was Sonic Unleashed was like one of the last ones they had the four kids actors for, so that makes sense. That's such a shame because I love the four kids <laughs> actors so much. Oh. So I was watching these episodes on Hulu and I was looking at the subs and yeah. when uh, he summons Obelisk, the sub said Obelsick, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's Obelsick, bruh. Yeah. That was all. I just thought it was funny. Uh, I find it very funny that I, I just was screaming in my notes, HIT HIM WITH THE SUNBEAM! USE RA AND FUCKING KILL HIM! And then he kind of loses, but then he manifests an eclipse! Yeah. What? They're like, it's over, we're saved, and Zork stands up and he goes, I have seven alternate accounts, you fool! Not even. He just fucking... He is buried in the sand, so he raises his fist up, clenching it, holding a list of his seven alternative accounts, and there's ZorkFucker69, uh, Zork182, um, uh, Zork- My dragon penis has its own account. <laughs> yeah, that one hasn't gotten banned somehow, I don't know. It's- it's completely NSFW. <laughs> <laughs> He just posts selfies with it and Twitter marks it as not safe for work. <laughs> it's my grinder account. I showed you my little Zork. Answer me. <laughs> His name is Crows. I respect that. The dragon head pops up and goes, Hello! If you let him, he'll eat nuts out of your hand. No! <laughs> no! He just treats it like a fucking bird. Oh, it's it's the fucking it's the meme video of I blew my entire dick and balls off at Cracker Barrel, but instead it's the guy doing the voice of my wife left me after my dragon penis ate off my balls at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I'll never piss the same again. I feel bad for Zork. Anytime he jacks off, he just shoots fire. It's gotta suck. I mean. Yeah, it sucks because everybody knows you're jacking off, but if you're an exhibitionist, that's kind of the best thing. <laughs> I feel I feel even worse for Dubzork. How would you jack a thing like that off? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have so much muscle mass, I don't think you can physically you, reach you, you it. Just have to go, <laughs> you just have to go all in, like, both arms and just fucking hope for the best, like... Hey, it's a good thing he manifested in a desert. That's all I'll say. 
Lol. <laughs> oh god. I just pictured like Bakura going into the pantry, grabbing a jar of peanut butter, opening it, and there's a hole in it, and he's like, Zork, did you use this peanut butter? No. No. I'll never tell. The be- the, be- the better version of that is uh Zork watching TikToks and it's that one TikTok of step one, fuck protein powder, and then it's just Zork violently sweating yeah. with violently fire sweating, in the background, shaking. just going what else? now what? Now what? <laughs> God. Uh, no, you see what Zork uses to jerk off is the well of hell in Yemen. Jesus Christ, that's a real thing. It's it's oh my okay. The world of me, hell. It's like a the the world's flashlight. It is oh, it is one of the deepest sinkholes in the world. That looks like the place where Zork decided to check. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. I really hate I I really hate when I look at that and immediately think that looks like a butthole. Earth glory <laughs> hole. Anyway, mm. moving on. Necro yeah. wall is fucking disgusting. I hate Necro dude, dude, so much. Dude, if this were Link era, Yugi would be fucked. Bakura's choking generation is actually disgusting. Hey, if yeah. this were Link era, Bakura might have won. He's just fucking out here summoning four material Apollosis. Like, well, what do you do now, Yugi? Hey, Shit. Shibuya. Huh? Uh, let, me, let me give you a little bit of history here. Okay. For centuries, sinister legends have swirled around the well of Barhout. It's said that visiting or even talking about it can bring bad luck. It's also cool, said to be a prison for an uncontrollable it, gin. Oh, I called it a butthole. I'm screwed. <sighs> you did not just say the words I think you said. Cam's going to super hell. It is yeah. also said to be a prison for an uncontrollable gin. Yeah. Stop. 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 Don't, <laughs> don't, don't think it. Don't say it. Don't think it. Don't say it. <laughs> From the bottom video here, Bobasa is hungry. Sh- sh- shut the fu- D- when I said don't say it, what did you think Stop I meant? Stop talking about Bobasa. <laughs> leave him in the well where he belongs, in the fucking dirt. <laughs> leave him forever, please. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. So the Egyptian gods uh, got turned to stone. They sure did. Yeah, they, could- they couldn't handle a little bit of shade, so they just ate shit immediately. Zork just touches things and turns them to stone now, I guess. It's like, alright, cool. I mean, he beats them up hard enough, and then they just go... Turn rock. I, I think this episode was the one where I started realizing I'm, I'm more invested in the dudes playing cards in a fucking basement somewhere than the actual kaiju battle going on. I got so right? bored yeah. of Zork by this point. Because yeah. the, the actual card game has, like... A plot? There's there, there's like a story, there's like a character arc for Yugi that's being like developed there. There's something going on. Exactly. And the kaiju battle is just sort of, oh no, I'm stronger than you, punch. And then they fucking turn to rock. Why? No. You don't get to know that. So, fun fact. This uh this censoring of Zork is the worst fucking thing they could have done because the manga handled censoring it a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the modified Bunkaban release, they literally just changed it so that the snake part is spiral- spiraling around him. Yeah, that's smart. They could have just done this in the sub. That's that's a lot more sensical than its its full body. Yeah, its well, entire body thing. is a snake penis. Here's the thing: the sub doesn't censor it; it's just a snake penis. Uh, so animating all that from scratch for every shot is much harder than put a blob on his chest. Okay, we're done. 
it's a shame, but uh, I get why practically they did it. I still hate it, but I understand. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Man, Gandora's really cool. Gandora's so sick. Gandora's really fucking cool. Gandora's the coolest fucking monster that we've seen. It's one of the best, yeah. I think yeah. Gandora got a retrain at some point. That fucking animation where he just fucking shoots out lasers everywhere is the coolest shit in it's these so five episodes. I'm sorry, it's called Destroy Giga Rays. Put some respect on that move. It's, it's good. It's so fucking cool. I love Gandora. There's no right to be that cool. Ah, uh, yes, I remember. They actually did release Gandora as a promotional Shonen Jump card at one point. I believe it. Uh, yeah. I think for the uh, for the volumes where they were in this final uh, part of the manga, actually, too. Cannot be special summoned. You can pay half your life points. Destroy as many cards on the field as possible. If you do, banish them. Gains 300 attack for each card destroyed this way. Eh. Oh. For the time, it's not the worst card in the world. Yeah, I, I actually was watching videos before we started recording today. And I saw a very funny Master Duel deck. That OTK is using Gandora and Yujo Friendship and Unity, and it's so stupid, and apparently it bricks a lot, but it was the funniest shit I've ever seen. That's really good. Oh yeah, because they run three copies of Yujo, one copy of Unity, and the goal is to get Gandora out on the field. You have a bunch of chicken games, you get your life points down by just popping Gandora's effect with zero targets, so its attack points do not increase. But your life points will decrease until you get down to one. And then you Yujo friendship and you unity, so they have to accept. And then you do it again twice. And then you hit for 400 attack per game. It's really good. Oh, shit. That's really good. Apparently, uh, there is a Gandora retrain oh. that was actually used in uh, the Dark Side of Dimensions movie. And it's actually really fucking cool looking. Like, I, I dig it. Oh, yeah. Gandora X, the Dragon of Demolition. I'm, I'm not gonna say anything about it, but, like, the moment where, the, where this thing gets summoned in that movie is really cool. I haven't seen the movie in a couple years, so I, I'm excited to just rewatch it again. Remembering nothing, because I'm, I'm good at doing that sometimes. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Man. Calling it the Dragon of Demolition is so good. That's really good. It's powerful. Gindor is so good. I'm glad Yugi gets a good ace monster oh, for so this final arc. Also, I love that every time uh every time Bukori does something that seems like a fuck up, he just goes, All part of the plan. It's all just one bump in the road, baby. I think the I, I think the funniest one was when he used uh, the Necropod to like make Yugi discard for, which First of all, doesn't do anything. He was gonna deck out the same time, no matter what, like if he did the Necropod play or not. And it kind of fucked him over because now he, because he only had the one card left, he hard drew Gandora. Yeah, that was actually such a nothing play that completely fucked him hey. over. Hey, that's what we in the business call BM. He was BMing Yugi, and he paid the price for it. And I think that's fucking beautiful. That's true. To see BM be punished that hard in the anime is fucking stellar. We got to move on? I guess yeah. so. I don't have anything. Subnotes, I literally wrote nothing different. It was the same, basically. Alright. Uh, episode 218! Zip 5 is a 5-6! Shoddy. 
Shoddy. There, there, there is a moment in this episode where the censoring is so fucking funny to me. Yeah. Is it is it the blue ice bit or? No, it it's not even that. There's a point where you get a full frontal of Zork. Yeah. And the censoring does not make it look any less like a fucking penis. Because yeah. they can't they can't show that the neck <laughs> goes up to the chest if it's full oh my frontal. God. It's so it just funny. looks like he's got a really weird fucking set of abs. It's he's really got like funny. he literally has the parrot dragon abs in that shot. That's so my favorite <laughs> monster. That's so good. I like fucking Zork just watching uh, Seto run at him, and he's just like, stupid fucking human, you can't do shit. And then Blue Eyes just shows up. Oh, fuck. And he's like, oh, oh, that hurt. Never mind, idiot. I'm going to rip your dragon's head off, stupid. Oh, is this your girlfriend? Get ratioed. And then he fucking tears her head off and turns her to stone. He goes, white woman spotted. (laughs) I'll send her to the one place that white women never return from, Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) the shadow realm no i'm sending you to brazil (laughs) i'm sending you to miami florida i hate that one so much because it's like no what can you do to me i'm already here fuck off stop it (laughs) fuck you fuck you i love how there's just this moment with kaiba as he's as he's facing down zork and he literally just goes I won't, ex- I won't accept people playing a game with other people's lives, but I really won't accept the defeat of the Blue-Eyes White Dragon. I yeah. was gonna say, I, I, the second one's more true to his character, because it's like, Kaiba, you've done the first, a couple of times at least. And then he just summons Ultimate Blue-Eyes, and it's like, holy shit, dude. He sure does summon Blue-Eyes Ultimate out of literal fucking nowhere, it's great. My first words were neutron <laughs> blast attack. Oh, that's, that's so good. I forgot about that. Man, you ever wonder how the ancient Egyptians needed a stupid fucking scale to do fusion? Meanwhile, Kaiba's out here not even using Polly and just manifesting his three-headed wife. This is the episode where the random inclusion of Kaiba is, like, maybe at its best, because there's, like, all this build-up to uh, Seto just summoning the one blue ice, and then Kaiba comes out of nowhere, summons an ultimate dragon with zero effort. Yeah. It's like, at that point, <laughs> so why did good. we even have- Why did we have Seto? What did he do? Nothing. He moped over his wife and got possessed by his dad. That's what he was here for. More or less. Oh, man. I love fucking Baby Yugi's play. Just like, oh, alright, son of my Gendora. Uh, destroyed all the cards on the field. Uh, it goes to the graveyard. Oh, and a card just went to my graveyard. That means the sword wears off and my swordsman so comes much. back. I love that it yeah. worked out so perfectly. Because he initially only really did that good. not to deck out. And then he fucking does it. The absolute shad. And the best part is that in the sub, when Silent Swordsman stabs Bakura, like slashes him <laughs> he, through, he Bakura coughs blood. Yeah, he coughs up blood. It's really good. It's like, it's, oh, it's get like a own. big glob. It's just like... <clears throat> And then you see it. It's very and Tristan nice. inside being like, I don't feel so good. Yeah. When Bakora's laying there and he fades into Tristan, you see Tristan has like a giant fucking stab wound and is bleeding out on the rock floor. And everyone goes, hey, you, I think we should just walk away. 
Just kick him no into the pit. No one will know we committed ancient Egyptian mighty. No, Help no one's gonna come in here. They, 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 they like, like, like Joey just kind of like uses his foot to kind of slide Tristan <laughs> off of there. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's get going now. I, I won't tell like, you. You won't tell me. Look, is it really murder if it happened five hundred thousand years ago? And then Taya just goes, <laughs> "Guys, you're doing it wrong." And then she pulls out a fucking matchbox and starts trying to light a match to set him on fire to burn the evidence. <laughs> She gets done with her rosary beads and goes, Dear God, please see that this spirit goes straight to hell. <laughs> super she hell, make sure if we could. Spirit goes right Dear to super Christian hell. God, please make sure that he goes to heaven. I know he's dying in an ancient Egyptian tomb, but please don't blame him for it. <laughs> hey, she's still wearing that cross necklace. She is yeah. just wearing it straight up. So, like, this bad bit has come to haunt me in the worst way possible. She might actually just be a Christian. <laughs> Fucking Boy, get Christian Thea Gardner. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. Dear God, please smite my enemies, Weevil Underwood and Rex Raptor. <laughs> Dear also God. Also, that thought, my Valentine. Dear God, I wish that every manlet whose name is not Yugi Moto goes to hell no matter what. It's fucked up to do that to Shmaiden. <laughs> Shmaiden is not a manlet. Shmaiden is a small Shmaiden? Chad. Yeah, hear me, Shmaiden. <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be so good when we get to it. We're just gonna <sighs> all start clapping violently on the mic. <laughs> <sighs> oh, it's really funny how the dub cuts things out and then doesn't explain them, even though it cut out the initial explanation of, like, Kaiba manifesting a dual disc on his arm and us not getting the explanation of everybody realizing that they can do these things in the tomb. It's just like, oh no, they can just do whatever. It's magic. Kaiba also did it because he saw, like, two kids that reminded him of himself and Mokuba get, like, fucking murdered, and that's just obviously cut out entirely in the dub. It's the same yep. VA. It's literally ancient Egyptian Mokuba, and he got burned with the fires of hell and died along with the other kids. It, they both fucking it's... died in front of him. It just kind of hard- the dub just kind of hard cuts to Kaiba summoning a, summoning a fucking dual disc like it's a keyblade or something. Yes. It's really good, though. Yeah. Um, minor- minor manga thing. So in the manga, when there's the whole, like, first hourglass time shift thing, around that same time, Yugi and friends had run into modern-day Bakura in, the, in ancient Egypt. Because again, Thief King Bakura and modern-day Bakura were, were considered two different people because the Thief King Bakura was the actual memories. Yeah. <sighs> So they run into the Bakura we know, and Joey, being the infinitely brilliant person he is, is immediately like, Hey, Bakura, I'm gonna fucking beat the shit out of you. Bakura goes, How about we fucking do this in the, in the way that you're most understanding? And makes this chicken wing dual disc out of his flesh. Nice. Yeah, in the manga, it comes out of the flesh. It's really fucking raw. Gross. For everybody or just for Bakura? For, for Bakura. <laughs> For the for the main characters, it just kind of fades into existence. Because <laughs> I was gonna say, if Yugi has to break his little arm <laughs> to summon a dual disc and start screaming violently, it's like, that'd be raw as fuck. It, 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 it's, it's, it's like a it's like a really tiny pathetic dual disc. He, he, he's like forming out of his flesh. 
But uh, that serves as the moment that Joey, Yugi, and friends all learn, oh, we can just summon a dual disc. Okay, cool. We can just concentrate on things. Pork and beans, pork and beans, pork and beans. Hey, would you believe that the bad food joke was a dub-only thing? Oh, that was a really? good dub-only joke. Also, I believe it was pork chops and applesauce. Yeah, pork chops and applesauce or some shit. Pork, pork, pork chops, chops and applesauce, applesauce, yes. Pork chops and applesauce. In the dub, it it's it's like, hey, we can just wish for these guys to disappear, right? Yeah, let's try it. I wish they would disappear. I wish they would disappear. And then they go, oh, nothing? Oh, man. Okay, but it's really I funny that the dub version of here. them would just be like pork chops and applesauce. I'm sorry, that food reminds me of him. He will not be named. I don't want to think about him anymore. <laughs> Stop. Sure, I'm huh? in the well of hell. I love that. I love that Tristan just like ch- charged at these motherfuckers with swords. It was like I'm fucking sick of this. <laughs> Jumped one of them, knocked him off his horse. I was like, holy shit, you got further than I thought you would. I thought yeah. you were gonna die. Turns out he learned to have a second part of his plan when he punches a guy. Yeah, he 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 really had to. He really had to make up for how bad Vedbakora fumble was. Tristan outright pulled a fucking steel ball run JoJo move, and I love it. He sure did. He was just like, eat shit, asshole. I'm gonna <laughs> knock great. you off your horse. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I regret to inform you that the fake Mogaba has indeed returned. Yeah, it's so unfortunate. Oh no. Oh no. I gotta find my brother. It's me, Nihilus Mokuba. Mokuba. Hey, Nihilus Mokuba, what is your wisdom for today? Eat shit and die. <laughs> hey, aren't you forgetting something? <laughs> I guess eat an RV. There you go. You forgot your own bit, huh, buddy? I'm totally Mokuba. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You're caught up in your nihilistic de- uh, death spiral. It's all right. We forgive now you, buddy. see, the joke is that's not really Mokuba. You see, the, the, the joke is that nihilist Arby's was a bit that we ran. No, you see, the joke is I intentionally got the fucking nihilist Arby's bit wrong because that's a fake Mokuba. <laughs> okay, okay, the joke is that I said, hey, why don't you wish for Gandora to show up and fly you to the Pharaoh? And then they just wished on Dragon Ball flying to the Pharaoh instead. I was laughing really hard at that. They're just glowing with energy. <laughs> Listen, we just went through fucking, like, 12 episodes of, of Capsule Filler where we had to fly on monsters. I ain't doing that shit again. Okay, but what if it's Gandora though? What if it would be Gandora and it's what fucking sick? What if Yugi had sick? a Gandora armor? Yeah, but like, hey, listen, they were still the Pharaoh fusing with people on this one. <laughs> he fused with the fucking Ploy's <laughs> ultimate he and sure transformed did. into BLS out of nowhere. He just, I, yeah. I can't out of believe he was BLS the whole fucking time. <laughs> Apparently, Black Cluster Soldier is just the additional name of the Pharaoh. Fuck. I remember my true name now, Yugi. It's Black Luster Soldier, Envoy of the Beginning. <laughs> Specifically only Envoy of the Beginning. If you of wish course. to bring me back, you have to banish a light and dark monster from your graveyard. <laughs> but Korra now was be the careful, dark monster. Yugi. Now which of you will be sacrificed at the light? What? Tristan. <laughs> Alright, Tristan, it's time to go. <laughs> Everyone just tosses Tristan at him. In a few Ooh. years, they're going to retrain me into Black Luster Soldier, Super Soldier. No, but it's okay. Zork is the ultimate creature of darkness. He can never be affected by uh, dragon soldiers. 
No, nothing could beat him because he's so strong and made of darkness and shadows. Zork just goes, oh, look at my cock, it's so big. And then everyone goes, oh no, we can't touch him, his cock is so big. And then they all this fucking is explode. Like, this Mark is Reed. like the episode I easily have the least amount of notes written for because it's just like a kind of poorly animated kaiju fight against the most boring kaiju I've seen in my life. Uh-huh. Yeah. But KM, you're forgetting the best part. What, what's there the best part? Everyone's favorite guy, Shadi, jumps in. Like a melody. Oh, yeah, the real villain of the series. And reveals that Hassan was Shadi. That's actually really good, though. Reveals that Hassan was actually Shadi, saves the pharaoh, and then fucking dies. And it's like, Shadi, you're the coolest. Thank you. Thank you for your yeah. service. F's in chat for Shadi. They, F's in chat for a They sure did realize that, oh, fuck, right, this character's that character in the manga. I guess we better find a way to fix it. Shoddy's just been in the in the puzzle the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. His screen time in this episode amounts to like I think a minute, and it's Probably. just like, oh, we resolved it. It's done. We're 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 out of here. At the very least, I can understand what they were going for with his appearance at the start, because it's literally just meant to show that oh yeah, the Pharaoh's starting to actually remember things about his past, like properly this time. So the labyrinth in the puzzle is disappearing. That's kind of neat. And then he shows up to take a fat L, but also a fat W because he's shoddy and he's showing up to save the day. Okay, God, he's but awful. the moment hits so much harder when at the start of the arc, you're told, here's this character, Bobasa. He works with shoddy as a gravekeeper. He's not a racist stereotype at that fucking point. Yeah. He's, he's not this food-obsessed fucking djinn. <sighs> And then you get the mystery of this Hassan character, and later on you find out, oh, Bobasa is Hassan? But Hassan is also shoddy? What the fuck? It hits really fucking hard. I don't I don't doubt that. I'm just I'm just traumatized by what we got instead. <laughs> ah. Yeah. One more episode. The next episode, I have so many fucking things to say. I'm sure you do. I don't doubt it. Uh, let me see if I have any sub notes that I need to. Oh yeah, the villagers fucking suck. I hate the villagers in this fucking arc. They all suck, and they're the peanut gallery, and I need them to shut the fuck up. I get that they're meant to just be like the general reaction of, oh no, Zork is fighting back. Oh, thank God, the Egyptian god stopped him. Oh, no, he's back again. Oh, thank God, Blue Eye stopped him. Oh, fuck. Eventually, you can shut the fuck up. You really start noticing that these couple, these last few episodes are basically just repeating the same sequence over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. They sure are. We did it. We beat him. Oh, he got back up. Oh, we did it. We beat him. Oh, he got back up. Zork says the same two lines about how he's invincible or something, and then he does it again, and again, and I'm just sitting here like, man, Alexander the Great was actually pretty good. I don't know. I think I want that guy back. I miss Alexander. Oh, my good man. My good friend. Ali G. And his orgies. I'm s I'm sad they didn't put darts or Alexander just in the city as a little visual Easter egg. I'm you had the perfect opportunity and you missed it. It would have been so good just to have darts standing there like mmm the farewells in twa ba 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 Oh well. He's in bum ba 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 No, he's in twa ba bowl. Nah man, he's in twa ba bowl. The pair Nah man, he's in twa ba bowl. 
Katana 101's fucking darts is still the best goddamn thing. It's it's still really good. Alright, the last episode. Yeah, I I think we're good. Yeah. Episode 219! Season 5, episode 47! Y'all like super off-model characters? Because I sure do love super off-model characters like I'm a song from Baby the Hand 50s. Tristan. Also, his card is upside down. Yeah, my, my first reaction, my first note was, set, was that my second was just in all caps, uh, I'm so fucking tired of Zork. I want yeah. this motherfucker gone so bad. Actually, wait. The way he's holding that card doesn't make sense. Yeah. The way he's holding that card is just hovering above his finger. I also like how, how, how that card is, like, a couple of millimeters tall in this, apparently. Yeah. yeah. It's so tiny, what the Look fuck? Look at the size of his fucking head compared to his hand. Baby, <laughs> they call him fucking baby hands, Honda. <laughs> the baby hands. So, the main cast summon off all their... their you know, they're, uh, iconic. They're, they're very monsters. iconic monsters, such as Super Robo Yaru hey, and Fire I have a, Sorceress. <laughs> I have a fun game of Guess the Censorship for you all. Because I was watching the sub, and then the scene where they all summon their monsters happened. So, oh. guess the name of Super Robo Yaru in Japanese. If you know, please don't say it. I know, it's all I want to say. Mm. Alright. Is it A. Gin Robo Master. Uh, B. Super Terminator. C, Rare Metal Knight. Or D, it's just Super Roboyaro. I'm gonna say it's Super Terminator. I wanna say it's Super Roboyaro. Okay. Okay, I'm pleased enlighten them. It's, uh, it's Rare Metal Knight, isn't it? It is Rare Metal Knight, but I misheard. When I was watching the episode, I misheard because I was looking away for a second. I thought they said Super Terminator. And I was losing my mind because I'm like, what if they had to change the name because it's a literal, just blatant Terminator Copyright. reference? That would have been so good. That would have been also, so good. I need you to imagine for a moment Tristan summons Super Robayaro, and some of the fucking like Egyptian citizens around the area are just looking up and see this fucking android man. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that thing? Is that a man made of metal? It's a fucking witchcraft? At, hey, at this point in the day, I think they would just go, Oh, fuck, my life is already over. Zork's gonna fucking have his dragon cock eat me. This might as well happen. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine if Tristan had summoned something like fucking Machine King or or like one of the fucking Mecha Phantom Cyber Beast Commando? Y'all remember Cyber Commando? The vanilla 850 attack monster or some shit? Yes, and it's his fucking government-assigned duel monsters can, as stated by Bakora in Duelist Kingdom. What if Duke was here and he summoned Gradius? Oh, that'd be really good. Oh, that'd be good. Just some Egyptian dude sees a fucking, like, jetliner flying above them. No, the best part would be if Duke was here and summoned Orgoth the Relentless, and then everyone went, oh, thank god, it's just a, a normal dude with a weapon, and then a giant die fucking rolled onto the town, <laughs> trampling buildings as it rolls and lands on a fucking two, and he goes, oh, man. Oh man. Bad roll. Oh beans. And then he just goes, <laughs> uh, go, go, that's six. And then it rolls again, and they go, oh, fuck, not again, please just kill me. Also, every time I see 
Mahad in Dark Magician's outfit, it fucks with me because he just doesn't look right. It's it, yeah, the, yeah. The, the bright purples really do not work on that at all. It is a shame. Uh, I also find it so funny that Mahad speaks when Yugi summons him, and none of them question it in the dub. Nobody thinks to say anything. Whereas in the sub, at the very least, Mahad just goes, uh, <clears throat> I'm alive. Foreigners from another world, thank you for restoring my life. <laughs> He's just like, thank you, you weird tourists. And they go, you're welcome. Oh, tiny thing about about this in the manga. Oh. Mm-hmm. When, when little Yugi and the crew actually do show up to the final battle and start summoning monsters using the dual discs... Uh, I think it's like Isis and the others actually look over and they're just like, what the fuck? Oh, so those little sheets of paper are, are like your, your stone tablets. That's how you're summoning monsters. What the fuck? Oh, that's amazing. It's God. a really tiny line. That's but they're really like, good. What yeah. the I love small things like that. I'm so mad we didn't get that. Yeah. You know, because they're all dead. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Yeah, I I think the majority of them survive up until this point in the manga, actually. I think it's good they died. I, I think the only ones who get, like, fucked over are Hassan, Mahad, and Shimon? Yeah, uh, Shimon, because of the Exodia shit. Yeah. He put his whole life into that last Ach-Nodin. attack. But well, I, I, think yeah. the, I think the rest of them don't get too badly fucked. I, I'll have to go look this up. God. I... I l- cannot believe that these idiots are smart enough that I wrote, what happened to if we concentrate hard enough, anything in this world can become real. Just concentrate on translating the name or write it down. I don't fucking know, stupid. And then they immediately go, what about the cartouche? Let's write it on the cartouche. Uh, I had like two notes about that. The first one was like, I- 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 I'm really surprised that none of them had considered the angle that they can't fucking read ancient Egyptian up until now. No, they- yeah. when they were in the tomb, they realized it. But they were like, let's memorize the symbols, and if we memorize the symbols, maybe we can tell him what the symbols were. When six of those- like, three of the symbols in his name are just bird. Or a different yeah. variation of bird. Yeah, different I'm birds. also- I'm also like, fuck you, they do not remember the exact fucking- hieroglyphics or whatever the fuck that well come on <laughs> tristan couldn't even remember tristan was possessed by bakura he didn't even know yeah, they were tristan there. has nothing to remember yeah. he's contributing nothing to this fucking seance he's sitting here like i just gotta remember what those symbols were and it's like you didn't see them you didn't see them tristan <laughs> you were unconscious <laughs> <sighs> i remember what my name is now my name is Bird Up, the worst pharaoh in Egypt. <laughs> Bird pops out of his hair. I would love it if this man just had, like, a fucking baby bird of some kind hanging out in his hair, like Saj from Final Fantasy XIII. Oh, man. That'd be incredible. What the fuck? What? Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm looking into it. Okay. Yeah. Of... Of the pharaoh's priests, his 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 guardians, the only survivors are Seto and fucking Isis. I believe that. Isis has to go on to found the tomb keepers. Because Shaddaa dies during the final battle saving the pharaoh from one of Zork's attacks. So same as the anime. Karim 
was has his corpse reduced to sand by dark bakora Ooh. what what the fuck what in the fuck is this man doing in the manga isis's death being anime only does kind of make sense because it happens like blisteringly fast yeah. During Bak- during the fight at Kul Elna, Bakura killed Kalim using Bone Snapper. His last act was melting a part of Diabound's ghost shield with the fused monster he created. His corpse was then reduced to sand by Dark Bakura. What the fuck? That sounds Holy to me like shit. he ran out of life energy, so his corpse was reduced to That's dust. Fucking metal. By the way, <laughs> it's really hardcore. What do you think Bone Snapper is? It's the turtle, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. it's a fucking turtle covered in bones and skulls. It's oh, really yeah, we saw fucking... last time. Holy no, that's way better than what we saw last time. Oh yeah, anime that's turtle fucking... looked like shit in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! The fact that he's like a capsule monster and he's just on a little pedestal like he's a smash trophy. I love that. But yeah, uh, Isis is Isis and Seto are the only ones who survive. That's so fucked up. That is wild. Hey, important question. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Since Mana's not technically a member of his, like, guardians, does Mana also live in the manga? I, I'm pretty sure Mana lives in the manga, because that's the okay. entire point of her character to, you know, become uh, fucking the next, like, magician. Yeah. Yeah, her, yeah. her Ka was Dark Magician Girl. Uh... She served under the newly crowned pharaoh Seto after Zork's death. Uh, at some point, eventually, she died and her soul was among the others waiting for the pharaoh. Okay. So there you go. She, she lived. I respect it. I gotta be honest. She looks cuter in the manga. Oh? Yeah. It's just the way she's drawn makes her look a little cuter. Well, now you have to... Oh, yeah. 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 I can respect that. Anyway, so fucking, uh... I like that the pharaoh gets his name back, and he just goes, My name is Atem, and then the gods just fuse into a big gigagod, and they go, You die now, Zork. It it was such a shit way to end this whole thing because it's like oh we've been we've just been dying constantly against this thing for like five episodes oh he just gets one shot and we're done okay it's a it's so fucked uh b in the sub it makes more sense uh even though it's not any less stupid it's a little bit cooler and you can forgive it a little more because as soon as he go my he goes uh my name is Atem uh the apparition of his father shows up and just goes. Hold on. Uh, where is the note? Uh, God's name is Justice. The Pharaoh is a god. Gather the three Egyptian gods in your name. And it's like, okay, thanks, Dad. Why couldn't you have told him his name before you fucking named him? You gave him that name. What the fuck, Aknam Khan? Well, it's, it's the world of the Pharaoh's memories. Of course he doesn't know the name. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Alright. Fucking... <laughs> Can we can we talk real quick about that fucking sick uh, ring of defense set of Kaiba Seifo? Because that might have been the highlight of the whole episode. The best card played was that ring of defense. Honestly, it's really good. So fucking funny that he wakes up, he sees these idiots standing there, and he's like, "Not again!" All right, ring of defense, this bitch. <laughs> and Zork's just like, "God damn it! God damn it! Let me fucking kill him finally!" Zork, God Zork's damn you, white kids! Five episodes. 
Zork starts huffing massive copium. <laughs> I'm not owned. I'm not owned. I'm not owned. I'm not owned. <laughs> and then, and then, Atem summons the Egyptian gods, and they make bubble popping noises for some fucking reason. It's like Dark Magician Girl showed up. It's just fucking bubbles. I don't. They I... popped into a higher plane of existence by fusing together. Yeah, they made the fucking. I don't Halakti. have a good joke for this. Halakti, whatever you want to fucking call her, yeah, white Halakti. woman. Some translations called her Harakti. Some Harakti called her Halakti. Halakti. It's it's one of those names that you just can never really figure out. Yeah. yeah. Cool design. I I like the creator god's design. Like Halakti is fucking cool looking. She is neat. The anime fucking ruins everything that has anything to do with her by having her fucking go. No attempt. There will not be another. You've conquered the embodiment of pure <laughs> darkness from which all evil is fucking born. Yeah, and and and, and I'm I'm looking at this like there's like three seasons, at least three more Yu-Gi-Oh seasons after Visit are canon to each other. Good job beating all of darkness, Atem. You really nailed this one. You've destroyed all evil. Guess there's never going to be evil again. Oh well. Hey, what about Sartorius? Hey, what about all of fucking GX? Hey, hey what about hey. fucking? Everything. Hey, G, would you fucking bet? Could you guess? Could you ever imagine that that line was dub only? Yeah. Because yeah. in the sub, she she talks to him and she goes, 5,000 years ago, you couldn't beat Zork, so you sealed him away with yourself and locked yourself up. But now, you finally conquered him because you had people on your side. You had friends, and that made the difference. Congratulations. And then she vanishes and thanks him. All you had to do to save this was just go, you've defeated the embodiment of evil, but as long as life exists, evil can sprout anew. But your job here is done, Pharaoh. I also like that in the dub, as, it, she's explaining this like, 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 if, like, if you're, it, her, her fucking voice makes her sound like an AI, like, explaining to you when you ask, ask them, like, a basic it fact does. or something. She sounds like she's talking down she's to him. She's the fucking him. tutorial AI in a fucking video game. Yeah. She sounds like she's talking down to him, which I guess she literally is. I mean, yeah. But at the same time... They gave her this, like, condescending fucking tone of, You've defeated all evil. There will never be evil again. You did it. The only, the, the only thing in that scene, in the dub scene, that salvages this at all is fucking the, the, the line delivery on Yugi going, So I'm done? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure is gonna get real awkward when Dark Side of Dimensions comes out. Dan Green carrying Yu-Gi-Oh dub on his back, as always, along with fucking... Oh, it's so bad that I'm forgetting his name. Fucking Kaiba's VA. Fucking Eric, Eric Stewart. Stewart. Yes. Yeah. Those two fucking hard carry this entire show on their backs for the dub. Baby Yugi looking at the three Egyptian gods going, all I want to do is see you turn into a giant woman. <laughs> <laughs> much, fu much fun for Yugi. Much fun for Yugi. <laughs> She's just like, you and your friends, and Yugi's just like, Mama? Mama? No, she's like, no, 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 no. Mm, hey, mm. hey, Yugi has restraint. Joey does not. Joey is going, Mommy? 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 <laughs> hey, uh, let me crawl inside of that uh, god coochie. I have to go. Yeah. Yeah, that is the feeling I had when you just said that. <laughs> Wait, come back! The coochie! <laughs> Don't call it the 
Hey, do you guys see? Hey, the most important part of this episode. Did you guys see it? What? what? When they were doing the shot over the whole town with everyone rebuilding. Ancient Egyptian goose. Was what? There was a goose in the shot of the town. Oh shit! It's just a oh. goose there. I was like, wait, is that a fucking goose? Fucking goose, hell yeah. It's just a fucking goose. Shout out to the goose in ancient Egypt. Mad respect. Mad yeah. respect. I I love how we get the scene of the pharaoh handing over the puzzle to, to Priestetto and it just loses any emotional impact it had in the manga whatsoever. Yeah, that's why I wrote Shora's gonna be pissed, Lamau. Because it, yeah. it just kind of ha- like because the battle's been cut out. It just kind of ha- it it literally reads like fucking a Tem walking up the side of going, "I, it's your problem now. I'm out." the The entire reason it has emotional impact in the manga is because it's the last thing a Tem ever fucking remembers doing. It's literally. He just had a fight with somebody he's trusted his whole fucking life, and in an in a final moment of proving to him and to himself that he still has that trust, that he still has that worth, that he can fulfill the destiny he he should be fulfilling, he hands him the fucking literal keys to the kingdom. It has emotional impact. Because we just had an entire moment of of Seto basically being completely fucked over. Yeah, like, <sighs> having seen all this and seeing Atem literally go, Seto, you are, you are going to lead the people as the new pharaoh, and I think you'll do a good job. Gee, that would have had a lot more impact if we had just conquered his doubts about being the pharaoh and his father's fucking evil spirit going, hey, you're a better pharaoh than he could ever be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... It's so good because that moment is still extremely fresh in his mind. Akhenaten has only just moments from then been fucking banished from from reality. It is in that moment where Seto's like, I was just evil. I fucking did horrible things. How can you still trust me? And then he does that and it's like, oh. Oh shit. Yeah, not to mention that the way they did it in the anime, the tablet now no longer makes any fucking sense. Seriously. Oh yeah, it doesn't. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm I'm saying this to anybody who's listening to this podcast. If you've not experienced the last arc of Yu-Gi-Oh in the anime, just read the manga. You're saying this in our second to last episode in this I know. arc. <laughs> I know. Even even the sub does not salvage this. No, it doesn't because even the you can't fix what is fundamentally broken with a dub. You can't fucking do that, let alone with a four kids dub. Even if you watched this arc and you've rewatched Yu-Gi-Oh, go read the manga. At the very least for this arc, just go read the manga. Hell, See read the, the entirety of the Yu-Gi-Oh manga. The original Yu-Gi-Oh, like the first fucking, like, I want to say 20 chapters of Yu-Gi-Oh are real- Until like Death T, yeah. They're, they're really fucking interesting because it really goes to show that Kazuki Takahashi has a deep understanding of games. This man loves games. Even the more du- like dual-centric parts, like Duelist Kingdom and Battle City, just in terms of like pacing and you know not having Battle City interrupted with a fucking filler arc. Yeah, it's just it just it's just like it's just a lot better in like basically like I don't I don't necessarily despise this adaptation. Well, besides this arc, but it's just the original manga and 
basically every respect is just better. All right, but that filler arc is fucking good. No, it wasn't. Which everyone loves Noah. Seal of Orichalcus was a fun filler arc. The digital world filler arc was at least interesting in the sense that I thought it was cool that they did a Magic the Gathering-esque fucking Deckmaster thing. I wouldn't mind Deckmaster thing if it wasn't in the middle of one of the most important arcs in the fucking series! Yeah, no, that's unforgivable. <laughs> I get that you have to catch no, up to the manga, makes total sense. but Jesus fucking Christ, take a short hiatus! God damn! <laughs> God it's me, damn. Noah, here to ruin your fucking arc! I punch no, the child in the face, sense. roll for initiative! Oh. It makes perfect sense, because they're going to his dad's island, this brother's trapped as an AI, and he wants revenge, and he's in a computer that's on the island. I'm very glad forever adaptations of Shonen are no longer a thing, basically. I'm so glad they're taking the seasonal route and avoiding this problem entirely, except for Black fucking yeah. Clover. <laughs> even, even Black Clover took a break. Even they were like, really? okay. Yeah, yeah, that, sh that wow. show took like a break a while back. They were like, I... We got nothing. We we just need to stop. Goddamn, Studio Piero learned their lesson? I'm stunned. See, a lot of modern day adaptations now have realized that when you don't have enough manga to cover, or there's just a short enough manga that, you know, covering it all would be too fast, they can do a little thing called consult the original author to make a movie. Yeah. Yeah. My Hero's done multiple movies, which have been, from what I've heard, pretty decent. The fucking Demon Slayer movie was apparently really fucking good. And now we've got the Jujutsu Kaisen movie, which is apparently I mean, really good. Sure, I don't know how to tell you this, but the 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 uh, Demon Slayer movie is actually canon. Like, that's an actual arc that happens. It's the, the next that happens. arc that canonically happens in the manga. And the, uh, yeah. and the JJK <laughs> movie was also, like, uh, an adaptation of, like, a, a manga that the author did before JJK, but then they retroactively made canon. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. so fucking good. That one's really good. I really liked that movie. I'm looking forward to watching uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero at some point. The point Jujutsu is, Kaisen more rules. and more, they are using these fucking additional pieces of content for canon shit because i'm pretty sure that some of the my hero movies are count are counted as canon due to the manga yeah the the manga retroactively makes them canon i think and not to mention that uh movie two literally they made the movie up to a point where the manga was caught up not the anime so everyone was saying hey read the manga before you watch the movie or it makes no sense and spoils some shit adaptations have gotten so much better because, like, the thing in these forever adaptations, like, even in the case of Yu-Gi-Oh!, like, when it does cover, like, canon material, it still has to do the thing of, like, stretching shit out so far. Yeah, and I can understand that to a point. You, you get these, like, duels in Battle City that go on for, like, three, four episodes sometimes, and then you read the manga and it's like, oh, that duel took, like, ten, maybe fifteen minutes to read, Max. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Our next episode covers five episodes of a of a single duel. Hey, it's the most Boy. emotionally poignant duel in yeah, the entire series. I give them some wiggle room on that one, bud. It at least makes sense, yeah. Yeah, if there's ever a duel to take five episodes that I can respect, it's this one. There's, no. there's a gif that comes from, from the next episodes that I'm very excited to use. Oh, no. 
Don't no, don't don't worry. It's it's a good gif. I'll I'll just go ahead and fucking post it. I've had it saved for a while. All right, so long as it's not a spoiler, go ahead. Uh, it's I don't think this counts as a spoiler. Where the it's fuck is this It's just a funny monster in... doing the thing. Then I'm fine with it. Uh, it's not it's not a funny monster. Well, oh, is I, it I, is it someone drawn off model? No, oh, fuck. Where the fuck is this thing in my goddamn favorites? I I wish that Discord's like favorite gifts thing had like a a sort function of some kind yeah that would be nice Where uh while you? while is... you search for it there though. it is there it is okay never mind what <laughs> oh yeah yeah no hey i know i know what they say during this scene i've seen the clip of this i know this is a really powerful <laughs> moment and then they ruin it with this shit <laughs> that's awesome that's so i love funny. that these two just become absolute goopers well now that i love the dumb. idea now that he's no longer fucked up and evil and Zork, he's free to just be a fucking gremlin. It's great. I I love the fact that Bakura finally gets a chance at happiness. Yeah. He deserves it. He deserves to live his best life in Duel Links, fucking summoning outer entity Nyala. He's what's known as a gamer. Please look forward to Dark Side of Dimensions. I love that he uses outer entities canonically. It's so good. Yeah. No, your ass loves Bakura that. Bakura absolutely would be the type to be like, I use Lovecraft monsters. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that I wish that archetype was bigger because I would I want to make a deck of that shit. That's fair. Hey, what was everyone's least favorite monster in play? Necrowall, ew, gross, god, ew, yuck. Zork Necrophades. Zork Necrophades. Yeah, Zork Necrophades. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> was not was not a big fan of anything going on with that dude. Was on the field for way too long. Hey, I laughed whenever they added a new and dumber way to censor his cock. So I'm fine with him, if only for the entertainment value that brought me. I hate all of Bakura's monsters, and my least favorite play is just Bakura and Zork repeating themselves ad nauseum. That's fair. My least favorite play was just uh, Yugi not running any back row destruction. And yeah. having to rely on plot armor heart of the cards. As always. Yeah, of course. How about, uh, how about everybody's favorite monster in play? Gandora. Exodia. Marshmallow. We got a good Dark's... spread here. Uh, what, what, what the fuck was it called? It's not Zombira, that's a different card. Zoma the Dark Spirit? So the, the trap sp yeah, monster. Yeah, Zoma the Spirit, yeah. I, I love that thing's design, it's just fucking cool looking. You know DSOD Bakura runs that in his Duel Links duels, right? Hell yeah. It's really good. It's it's a good trap monster too. Yeah, it's solid. Not as good as Paleozoics, but I mean that's fair. It's an older one though. My favorite play is little Yugi owning the shit out of Bakura with all his sick ass plays. Nice. Yeah, my my favorite play was uh y Yugi making Bakura cough up blood. Really <laughs> solid one. Yeah. Hell yeah! Fuck my, the British. Yeah. Favorite play has to go to fucking Gendora destruction though. That was so good. Gandora is unironically my favorite, but ironically my favorite play is a Tem just hopping off of a pyramid going Kaiba and then Kaiba knowing what to do and then he becomes the blackluster soldier part of Dragon Master Knight and then they each Yugi, I don't have blackluster in my he, deck. What the fuck are you doing? He does Super Saiyan fusion and just I was screams. about to say he does like a fucking like Dragon Ball Z power up as he screams and then they just make fucking Dragon uh... Master Knight. Yeah. They sure do. And then it cuts to them both Yamcha posed on the floor. <laughs> it's so bad. It's great. God. Oh, man.
God, I love Yu-Gi-Oh and how stupid it is. But it is sad to say that we are almost at the end of original Yu-Gi-Oh. Thank God. We're almost done. Our final episodes of Duel Monsters that we are watching will be next week. Episodes 204 through 224. And we're going to have a special guest for that episode as well. Oh, shit. Oh. Is for it- now, though. I'm actually going to censor that because, uh, Shora, I don't want anyone getting clued in on who it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, you could have been a little more subtle with that. Yeah, I, I, I was listening to, to him say that, like, wait, I looked ahead in the schedule. Hang on a minute. Is he you supposed to say that? Because I trust you not to say anything. I always say shit. I always say shit. I genuinely don't. I don't remember who it is. I genuinely don't remember who it is. I didn't. Shora! Oh, sure. Oh, all right, before we start falling apart and have to cut away, Cam, thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, for just making it fun. Because any- anybody else who gets to come in and shit on Bakura and Zork and just make everybody laugh is a good time. No problem. Uh, if you have any socials you want to plug, go right ahead. Uh, Not particularly. I-, I-, I do have a message that uh, someone wanted me to leave in this podcast. Oh, no. Uh, fuck all true Draco players. That's it. <laughs> That's fair. May I ask who asked you to leave this message? Momo. Because we were doing the synchro event and we were getting fucked by true Draco players like (laughs) multiple times. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, If you play true Draco in Master Duel, get fucked. Eat shit. Eat shit and fall in a hole. Play tunes. Tunes are a good archetype. Uh, I'll I'll still link your socials in the description. So if anybody wants to go check KM out, uh, you can look down there and, and see where you can find them. Funny Dutchman. Uh, hey. Other than that, I think we're good. Are we good? Are we gonna move on? Yeah, I think we're so. We're moving on to the afterlife. No, not I yet. No, I am. That's next time. Five more episodes. Five finally. more episodes. <laughs> oh, finally I get to rest. And unto all of ye, I say. Play Tune Monsters, they're a really good archetype. And to all of ye, I say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then to all of ye, I say, this bitch empty. Yeet! Thank you for listening to the Millennium Microphone. This podcast has been a lot of fun for us to work on, so if you like what you hear, please make sure to go follow everybody's social media down in the description. We also have a Patreon where you can help support us directly. And fund us watching future seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh! Like GX, like 5Ds, like Zeal, Zexel, whatever, ArcV, and maybe more if we hit that. Who knows? That is over at patreon.com slash millenniummike. It has been a wild year of us watching Yu-Gi-Oh! And we never could have made it this far without you guys. So thank you so much for all of the support. It means a lot. Here's to plenty of duel monsters, and we... We'll see you next duel.